Welcome to Just Relax, a podcast where we take that advice seriously. I'm Heather. And I'm Rachel. And we're just two millennials trying to chill out one experiment at a time. Just relax. Namas hey, tranquil lights and namas bays. Welcome to the Just Relax podcast, the podcast of all podcasts. Like maybe today is an episode that is really special because number one, happy Canada Day, motherfuckers. Woo woo. A boot, oot, and boot. What? I don't know what Canadians like. I am a Canadian, but I don't know. Whatever. It's different because we have a guest host today. I want to introduce to y'all my little sister, Emma. Go ahead, say hi. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought it was really funny to watch you go through that entire intro and I had to be completely silent and watch you do it. Hello, everyone. I'm Emma, Heather's sister. You have previously heard of me on past episodes, the one who went through nursing but is not actually a nurse and who apparently has her entire wedding plan to a T, but that hasn't been a thing since I was like 18. So. <laughs> Fine, fine. I just want to put out a little disclaimer that some of the recording might be a little choppy just because my sister's in China and I'm in Canada. So we are a oh, great yeah. distance. Oh, yeah, bad for you. sure. Uh, the Canadian and her <laughs> coming out. Canadian, that gotta be Canadian. Woot, woot, woot. So bear with us. There will be another episode in the future that Emma will be on where we'll record in person when she comes home to Canada. So you'll get her full effect then. And it'll be amazing. But right now, Emma, we start this episode mm. with a question. You listen, so you should know what the question is we start every episode with. Oh, uh, fa- what, what, what are we just about this week? I was going to say, you're failing right now. You are failing as a sister. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. What is stressing you out this I week? Like, I've tried so hard to follow this podcast to a T, and like it actually works out pretty well because of the time difference. Your podcast comes out uh, at noon on Mondays for me and that happens to be one of my days off because I don't have Saturdays and Sundays off I have Mondays and Tuesdays so like I wake up go about my day and then at noon if I remember I'll put your podcast on with whatever I'm doing or I'll like listen to it while I'm running errands or something like that like it just works out well for my day that's awesome and I did actually think about you I was gonna say I did actually think about you when Rachel and I were deciding when precisely we wanted to air episodes. I said midnight on Monday because then in a 24-hour clock it gets out like in a 12-hour clock it gets out exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah like you literally planned it so that I could listen to it. Yeah well and other people across the world. (laughs) What are you stressed about? like um, everything yeah kind of I had, I had a rough weekend man like i told you about it earlier i had like a pretty shitty day can i say shitty okay i had a pretty shitty day yesterday um i straight on saw a dog get run over by a car and not die so that was pretty awful and it was in the morning so then i had to go the whole day with that um and then i had a really awful day at work because of that it kind of like framed my entire day 
And then I got home and the crown molding that was around my closet was on my floor, broken and plaster everywhere. And it like, it still is because I don't know what to do about it. I messaged my landlord and they were like, is there a problem with the ceiling? Um, if not, please just clean it. It's <laughs> like, okay, great. So that's where I'm at. So that's immediate stress. And yes. then bigger stress is um, my best friend's bachelorette party is coming up. That's why I'm coming back to Canada. Um, and that is the event that I have been planning as maid of honor. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's just about that because it's last minute stuff. I want to make sure I have everything ordered and planned and, you know, have all of my lists and things to do and kind of know what's going on so that when I get to Canada, it's just like one thing being checked off the list after the other kind of stuff i'm stressed because my boyfriend who has been out of the country for the last four months or like i haven't seen him in four months he's been out of the country since november but um has not heard anything on his documentation as of late so that's also stressful because i just want him to come back so let's Uh, just clarify that you and your boyfriend met while living in like you moved to China for work he had been living there for work for a few months already and you met at work yes and then he is British but lives in Canada with his family yeah so he after his contract was over in November needed to go home to fulfill Canadian immigrancy requirements yeah and he is planning on coming back to China but it's been taking a very long time for anybody who doesn't know like we have talked about the stress of moving in previous episodes but like moving to other countries is stressful there is documentation there are logistical things there are international governments there are a lot there's a lot of stuff that goes into it so you are like living that stress right now trying to like reunite with your long lost love uh, whom we can all refer to as Mr. I mean, Darcy. To a less dramatic level for sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's kind of what it feels like sometimes. I'm just like, you know, um the original date was June 19th. That was the date that they put on uh, the contract. So that was the date that I was kind of using as, you know, he'll be there anytime before or a little bit after that date. But, like, that was kind of the set time. Right. Um, it's now July 1st, Canada Day. Woo! And we're still in limbo with hearing back from bureaus and embassies and things like that so you say namas bays and tranquil lights send positive vibes to china yes please do well that is stressful oh if anybody just heard that it's a windy day here in canada just blew in through my window my cat ran away she was like "Ah!" and (laughs) and it just like blew on the mic a little bit so might have heard that so whenever i take that for walks and it's really windy outside He'll crouch down to the ground like he's trying to get away from it, but it's literally just everywhere and he doesn't know what to do about it. So he's just like freaking out. So for everyone listening, my sister has just revealed the most embarrassing fact about her life, which is that she takes her cat for walks. Do with Um, that what you will. Anyone who takes their cat for walks. Nope. (laughs) Anyways. Would she take the cat for a walk if she Actually, she might. It might be a tranquil light thing. (laughs) Okay. Great. So now you now you have to ask me. Oh, um, so Heather, what's been stressing you out this week? Let me tell you. So (laughs) just waiting for it. (laughs) First, 
I would like to update my fans slash listeners that I know in last week's episode, I said I was giving up dating. I was going to focus on myself. I was just going to do me, blah, blah, blah. I did do that. First of all, I did that. And then uh, I ended up meeting someone. So I'm currently in the throes of the beginning of a relationship, which is like exciting and fun. So that as like exciting and fun as that is, that's like now it's not stressful. It's just like now there's this extra thing that you always have to consider when planning stuff. It's like because it's like, you know, what are we doing? And when we're doing this because today is Canada Day. So for the last week, it's been like, well, what are we doing for Canada Day? And then my best friend invited us up. So then it's like planning that and then taking the dog and blah, blah, blah. So it's it's this like extra thing now to deal with, which can sometimes be stressful because, you know, two lives coming together to like try to mesh and create plans. And he's got a life and a family and I have a life and a family. Especially when you're not used to it. Yeah, guys. Because like, newsflash, this is my first relationship and I'm almost yeah. 28, which is like totally fine. Um, But I've never done this before. This is all very, very new territory for me. So it's a little scurry, which is, which is like, well, and even just like in life in general, you are a very independent person. Mm-hmm. So it's like not just having not been in a relationship, but the fact that that's just who you are, you're not really one to have to do that. Like, you're literally just like, I'm going to do what I want when I want to do it. And, like, that's the end of it. But now you have someone else and you have to be like, well, what do they want? Or what Exactly. So it's like a whole other thing. Now. So there's that. So there's that. And it's so funny. Um, again, in a previous episode, talking about social media, I said to Rachel, it would be a deal breaker for me if the person I was with didn't have social media. Because I'm like, that means that you're like not aware of the world. And it's like having social media means that you're part of society, blah, blah, blah. Fun fact, my boyfriend has zero social media. Like zero. Has nothing. Doesn't even have like... Mm-hmm. Twitter doesn't have Facebook, doesn't have Twitter, doesn't have Instagram, doesn't have literally anything. Doesn't have Twitter. Is it more likely to have Twitter than like? I feel like Twitter is a very passive, easy to have social media because you don't necessarily have to engage in it so much. You can just like have an account and follow stuff. You know what I mean? I feel like the most common one to have, or like you know, the older one to have is like Facebook. Yeah. So I feel like someone who isn't really into social media would just, like, have Facebook but, like, not be active on it. Yeah, he has nothing. I'm just saying I feel like he'd be more of a Facebook guy if he had anything. I am kind of, you know, putting my foot in my mouth these days because it's just funny, like, that I said all those things on the on the podcast and then ended up just opposite of this enti- the entire situation. Anyways. Well, you think you know what how things are going to go and then they don't, so... I agree. So then additional stress would be my knee surgery is in a week and a half. And that that just has to be the same week I'm coming home. Yeah. And you're going to be around for my knee surgery, which is really nice to have family around for that. And um, so just like getting ready for that is a little bit stressful because I don't exactly like, you know, you can be told how recovery is going to go. But at the end of the day, you don't exactly know how your body's going to react to everything. So it's like at work, like I'm only taking like four days off, but who, who knows? And then also an additional stress. It's so funny. I know you guys, I told you I was stressed about not having a job for so, so long. And now I'm stressed about having a job because my job is an on-call job. So they just call me whenever they need me, which gives me a lot of leeway to like say no, unfortunately, because it's like I can, I know that if I say no, they'll always call me again for another shift. But because I don't have any shifts immediately planned, I make a lot of like plans. Like I 
make I commit to things like going to a cottage for a weekend or going to a family event or whatever and then when they call and they ask if I can cover a shift you want to say yes because it's your job and you need money but also I've made these other plans and it just sucks that like work didn't come first you know what I mean so I struggle with saying yes to my job right now even though I love the shit out of my job I've talked about this before it is honestly like the most amazing job ever and I fucking love it but this is just something that I'm currently dealing with because I've never had a job like this before so that's a little stressful my immediate stress was this morning when I found out Rachel couldn't record this episode with me so just like trying to scramble for someone to record with me and luckily my little sissy said yes and it was so so nice of her so today ladies and gentlemen of the world is canada day to explain canada day for the okay go on anyways that was a little snippet of our national anthem as sung by my little sister terribly from across the world so canada day is when canada celebrates its beginning it was july 1st 1867 when our first prime minister anyways so Canada became a country in the year 1867. That's when, like, what? Sir Johnny McDonald. Our first. They didn't say his name. Yes, Sir Johnny McDonald. So Canada became a country um, on July 1st, 1867, which was 152 years ago. I couldn't tell you. I, I'm awful at math. And I wouldn't put my brain through that. Anyways, so every year we celebrate Canada Day on... July 1st, and we call it Canada Day. A lot of you, I'm sure when you think about national country celebrations, think about Independence Day, which is July 4th in America, which is the day that they declared their independence from England. And Canada Day is similar to Independence Day in many ways. We almost always have, like, fireworks are a big part of it, barbecues, wearing red and white, which are the colors of our national flag, going to our, like, we have really big celebrations in, like, our capital city of Ottawa and our other capital cities, like, Toronto and uh, Saskatoon. That's not a capital city. Regina and uh, the other ones. Anyways, and it's just, like, nice. We don't do anything overly Canadian. It's not like there's any specific foods we eat or any, it's not like we're all, like, Let's go play hockey. It's just an excuse, really. Like, it's hot. It's summer, so you will probably eat, like, ice cream or something. But it's just Whenever I think of Canada Day, I honestly think of, like, spending the entire day at the beach. Just, like, swimming, chilling, tanning, drinking. And then, like, once it gets dark, the fireworks go off um, over the water. And then everyone watches them. And then it gets, like, really cold because it's nighttime. And sand gets really cold at nighttime. Yeah, so that's like a pretty popular celebration because we grew up in a town that was close to the shores of a lake. So Canada has like five very, very big lakes called the Great Lakes. And we live close to Lake Ontario. So that was a big thing for us. If you're celebrating like in the mir- in the middle of like the prairie provinces, like in Alberta, who knows? Maybe you go to like a stampede. Or maybe they have like fa- local fairs or something. Yeah, I'm sure there's different ways that Canada celebrates Canada Day. Um, Ooh, that- Write in and tell us your experiences across Canada. 
Yeah, yeah. If you if you have like a Canada Day tradition that you always do, it'd be so fun to hear about that. Tweet at us, comment on Instagram, email us, justrelaxpod at gmail.com, uh, Facebook us, all of our handles that just are at justrelaxpod. Sorry, just, sorry, I just completely interrupted you. Um, no, I was just thinking like all of my memories of like planning Canada Day are always centered around fireworks. Like, yeah. where are the fireworks? What are we going to do before the fireworks? How are we going to get to the fire? You know, it's just, like, always fireworks. fireworks. 100%. And then I feel like I have a lot of memories. Because, okay, guys, I haven't celebrated Canada Day in a few years because I've been living abroad and I'm usually away for Canada Day. I do always try to wear red and white on Canada Day. I feel like I did that last year. Anyways. But I feel like after the fireworks, people sing our national anthem. Do you remember that on the beach? Do people sing the national anthem? I don't remember that. I haven't really... God, when's the last time I celebrated Canada Day? It's not like I was doing anything. I think the last Canada Day I celebrated was with Sarah, our older sister. Okay. That's the last one I can remember anyways. So, speaking of Canada and our Canadian Mm. traditions and all of the awesomeness that is Canada... Canada has Mm -hmm. an international reputation for being a very, like, nice country. Our go-to, um, our go-to thing that people make fun of us for is saying sorry, which is, we pronounce it differently than a lot of the world. A lot of the world pronounces it sorry, but we pronounce it almost like it has a double O, like sorry. 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 And we say it a lot. I have apologized to inanimate objects just because it's a reflex. And it's just something that... Canadians do. And I don't know if that speaks to our politeness or just the way that the culture is or whatever, but Canadians have a few little international jokes that they're known for, which is pretty cute, as, as well as us saying the word A after our sentences, which is spelt E-H and has a very specific use, but it's hard to explain how to use A. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> I've always kind of seen the word a is like you're it's almost like adding a, a bit of a question onto the end of a sentence like you're just kind of you're not asking a question but you're kind of by saying a it's like asking another person to either agree or disagree with you if that makes sense yeah it's a confirmation it's like yeah uh, yeah oh it's downright cold out today eh? it's, you know, it's uh, just like Jays are playing shit this season, eh? Yeah. Which they actually are. That's another big tradition in Canada is um, we have one baseball team, which is part of the um, uh, major, which is part of Major League Baseball, which is mostly American. Um, and they are the Toronto Blue Jays. And they have Ooh. a Canada Day game every year, which is really big and really fun. And uh, yeah, it's one of our big traditions. Let's get down to the nitty gritty of this here podcast. Is it stressful being Canadian? You know what? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it is. I think specifically in our... I Like, I remember you saying this on your last episode, like, stresses of being Canadian kind of a thing. And I'm, I'm sure that there are, like, specific to being Canadian. Actually, zoning in, stresses of being Ontarian, mm. forward government, can, yeah. am I right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Get a round of applause. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not there, so I'm not directly being affected by what's happening, but I'm seeing a lot of it um, through social media, and it looks quite awful. Um, a lot of stupid decisions are being made. A lot of bad things are happening to good people. A lot of um, money that is needed 
is being redirected or cut. So mm-hmm. it's just not, not a good time for Ontario right now. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, although many, many people know because this is big international news, um, Ontario, the province that um, I live in and that we are from, elected a new premier uh, who's like the head of head of the province. And he is very Trumpian. It was really um, upsetting when he was elected for a lot of people who are not even necessarily liberals, but who are even like, um, fairly in the center or even, you know, or even just like on the right. Uh, he is making a lot of interesting choices that are affecting very, very large groups of, of the population, including um, like healthcare workers, social service workers, teachers, students, mothers, like children, <laughs> like these huge groups of people, basically everyone except men, <laughs> yeah. like able-bodied men. So that is stressful being a Canadian because I don't know about you, but when I travel, I never have an issue with anyone when I express that I'm Canadian, which is interesting because a lot of Americans do because America is seen in a certain light in the world. So um, I know Americans who will pretend to be Canadian when they travel specifically to avoid that, that stress of having those interactions. Whereas I can proudly tell anybody internationally that I'm Canadian and I'm never going to have an issue with that. But more and more with the way that the government is going, especially because everybody knows our prime minister now, we were kind of put on the world map politically with Justin Trudeau because for the first two years of his term was just amazing. And he's pretty handsome considering world leaders these days. And, you know, he's super feminist and liberal and politically correct and all this stuff. So a lot of people love him. And then he's started to um, make some co- some controversial decisions in the last few uh, years of his term. So now that's, that's interesting because that's the thing. When you go international and you say you're Canadian, people know you're prime minister now. So that's interesting. And it used to be positive and now it's almost a negative. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have experienced that, Em. No. Um, I mean, I haven't really traveled far and wide, but the general consensus from China is that they like Americans and Canadians. They kind of group us together. So, like, you know, they see me and they, they're like, oh, are you American? And I say, no, I'm Canadian. And then it's just kind of like, a, they're, they're like, like, oh, yes, oh, okay. same, same. And it's like, <laughs> same, but different. Yeah. But still. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about... So speaking of that, so a lot of people, a lot of places internationally place Canada and America on in like a similar group because we are t- like the two major countries that make up North America. We have very similar demographics, very similar creation stories. Um, I would say as someone who lives abroad, that might be one of the bigger stressors, if that even if that sounds ridiculous, is being mistaken for american yeah and not just not because i don't like the association but like not nothing like that it's just like when you're so like obviously being a canadian you're proud to be a canadian you like being canadian canada is a great country we have a lot of great things that not the rest of the world gets or has and then when people just like tell you assume that you're not <laughs> that you know it's like it makes you feel lesser and it's like we're the second biggest country in the world. We have all this great stuff. But because the U.S. is so powerful and well-known throughout the world, you just kind of get, like, grouped into them. And then Canada's kind of, like, forgotten about. Yeah. And it's like, 
you know, North America isn't one country. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Like, it's just, it's kind of funny, I guess. Um, People are just kind of like, America. What I find one of the biggest stresses is dealing with Americans, unfortunately. And the thing is, I don't blame Americans for what I'm about to say. Like, dealing with Americans, like, anywhere? Or, like, in Canada? Internationally. And in Canada. Any, yeah, okay, anywhere. You mean their presence on the internet, their presence in person, their presence, like... Just, and in, specifically in relation to Canada. So here's my issue. Canada learns about other countries. America <laughs> learns about America. <laughs> so it's like, we know things about yeah. America. We know the presidents. We know the formation. We know the general creation story of the American Revolution. We know, you know, about things like the assassination of JFK and the, you know, civil rights movement and blah, blah, blah. And then, and we we know that amount of stuff. We know the equivalent of that in terms of like many countries. We, we study world history and it's, it's fine. We also study America a lot because I think most Canadians understand that uh, Canada and America have a very close relationship and we're quite dependent on each other. It's not that Canada is specifically dependent on America, but we share 80% of our economy. So it's, it's a it's a very complicated relationship, which is why NAFTA is so hard to fucking negotiate. Anyways, so it's frustrating when I meet well-educated, lovely Americans who don't know fuck all about Canada. They have no idea that our divided land is called a province. Yeah. Or they don't know that we have, you know, a different government system or our history with the, the queen or like whatever. I remember um, one of... One of my American friends once, like, just clarifying. She's like, what do you guys call? And she's, like, a very educated, well, like, well-traveled, well-raised, well-bred, well-everything person from, like, a nice part of America that was like, what do you guys call your, like, states again? Providences? And I'm like, what the? How do you fucking not know that? Like, what are we, chopped liver? Like, that's what I want to say to America sometimes. And it's just frustrating that... And that's the thing. It's not America's fault. Like, it's just there's so much already to America to have to study. Like, Canada only has so much of a history. So we have the capacity to study other countries. But it's like America has a lot to study on its own. So it obviously prioritizes learning about itself before other countries. But it's like, fucking fuck. We are so close. And the amount of Americans I meet that have never been to Canada. Like, wouldn't even consider it. They're like, yeah, why would I go there? Yeah. It's insane to me. Um, So that's always, like, stressful and frustrating is when you feel, you feel unimportant as a country. I find that Yeah, stressful. once I read this article, um, it, was, it was, like, a kind of a joking article about Canada and New Zealand running away together because they're um, bigger, older brothers. Australia and the U.S. kind of take the spotlight. It's cute and funny. And let us add Scotland to the group with Canada and New Zealand, <laughs> and England to the group with America and Australia. I uh, oh, man. I felt that hard living in uh, Scotland was when they constantly referred to the South, the South, because that's kind of like you know down south. You know in Canada when you say if you go south that means America because that's what's south of us. Yeah. So it's the same in Scotland when you talk about the south, you talk about England and it's it's a very similar attitude in terms of big brother, more powerful, a little bit more controlling. Like obviously they have a different relationship um because Scotland is part of a union with England, but 
it's it's still a similar feeling. And Scotland is trying to get out of that union. So little stresses like that about Canada, which is, which is slightly frustrating. Um. Hey, Tranquilites. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We put out a new podcast episode every Monday, and we'd love for you to subscribe to us so you can see our beautiful little logo pop up on Mondays or Tuesday mornings, wherever you want to listen to it. And don't forget to leave us a review with a challenge idea. Slide into our DMs with a topic idea. And most importantly, share our posts and get at us on social media. We'd love to hear from you. And we'd love for you to join our little Tranquilite squad. And you can also email us at justrelaxpod at gmail.com. And all of our social media handles are at justrelaxpod. See you there. Do you ever get annoyed or aggravated when people pull up all the little like jokes about Canada? No, I honestly actually kind of enjoy them, to be honest. Like I'm I've I don't know why. I've always been really into talking about differences and similarities between things. Like I love talking about accents. Oh my god, I don't know why, but like the more I can talk about an accent, the better. Um especially now. Uh, for the longest time it was just so I, I, I teach. That's why I'm in China. And at my school, uh, there are two foreign teachers. So there's mm-hmm. me from Canada and the other one, um, Chris, is from America. Um, but recently we have acquired a third, Claire, and she's from Scotland. So it's been really great um, having the three of us and just like talking about differences and similarities between our three countries. Um, and when she first met us, she couldn't hear a difference between us she just thought it was like kind of all the same but the longer she has been at our school and the more she talks to us um she hears little differences and um I was talking to her the other day and she met she said something about it and I was just like I was like oh can can you hear the difference between us and she's like she's like well you say out right she said, I can hear that I was like oh so she can hear the rounded OU sound, mm. um, which I think is pretty chill when you're from Southern Ontario. Like it's yes. not as pronounced as Out east. you know the Maritimes or Saskatchewan or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, so it's never honestly really bothered me, um, especially because we don't have any. I don't think so. Anyways, we don't have any bad stereotypes. Like they're all cute and funny. You know, like our money is like a rainbow and um you know we ride polar bears to our igloos and you know it's just like yeah. some stuff like that it doesn't really bother me um maybe the level of ignorance sometimes bothers me but not the actual stereotypes themselves I would right. say do you ever find it hard representing Canada because like when I lived in China I often found myself, depending on who I was talking to, either taking a more American stance or taking a more, like, as in, like, because I know a lot about America, so I would be able to, like, explain things and talk about things from their perspective and, like, almost, and I do reference the president as, like, our president. Like, I talk about America as if I kind of belong there um, because a lot of things in America affect us as Canadians. Um, But at the same time... On the flip side, if I was talking to an American about England, I start to, like, take on this very 
English persona or British persona, I should say, where it's like, I feel a tie to them. And like a lot of the British culture bleeds into ours because of how we were founded and the influence Britain still has on us, our spelling, the way that we speak, the way that we talk about things. And like, we come from a family who are royalists. We like the royal family. We support the royal family. Um, so we know, we follow them, we know a lot about them, we know about the structure of the British, you know, governments and stuff. So it's like, I find that I'm either always just like talking about America and like telling people about that or talking about England or Britain and telling people about that. And it's almost like, sometimes I feel like I'm just a mix of those two cultures. Like Canada is just America plus Britain equals Canada. And so sometimes do you ever find it hard to like really adhere to a Canadian identity? Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, like personally, I don't think so because I do talk about Canada a lot, um, especially with my roommate because my roommate is South African. So we talk about, and you know, South Africa was colonized by the British as well. So there's a lot of sim- similarities between South Africa and Canada. Um, but there's also a lot of differences because, like, they took on a lot more British things because of our American influence. Um, so they have a lot of similar words um, to Britain and, um, like, even food and things like that. Uh, but whenever I talk about Canada, I'm usually pretty good. At, like, I really, really, really try to stick to um, either identifying what I'm talking about as something that's North American, Canadian, or Ontarian. Like, I really try and keep that clear. I agree. Because once, I remember a little while ago, I had a conversation, um, and we were talking about how everyone kind of sees Ontario, like how Canada sees Ontario, and how, like, we're kind of, you know, the America of Ontario, um, as bad as that is, or the America of Canada, as bad as yeah. that is to say. But, you know, it's just, like, um, we kind of, when we talk about home, we just say, oh, in Canada. Yeah. But I don't like saying that anymore because it's not true. It's, like, no, in Ontario. Yes. Because what's happening in Ontario isn't necessarily happening in, like, Alberta or the Yukon or something like that. So, um, lately, like, basically since I started living here and I've met people from different places in the world and things like that, I've really become, like, hyper aware mm-hmm. of the space I'm talking about. So if I'm talking about something that's across Canada and America, whether it's, like, a fashion trend or something, then I'll just say in North America or North Americans or blah, blah, blah. And then if I'm talking about something in Canada, I'll say Canadian. And then if I'm talking about something specific to an experience that I've had, then I'll say, like, Ontario. I think that's um, really good. It took me a long time to get that because um, I didn't realize I spoke like that until I moved to Scotland. And there were a bunch of Canadians, but we were all from, like, the same area. Like, everybody was from Toronto except one guy who was from out east. So everyone, every time we would say, well, in Canada, this, he'd be like, no, in Ontario, that. Because it's not like that in Nova Scotia. <laughs> and that's what really gave me that perspective. So I really appreciate that you've also come to that perspective. I think that's really interesting. Well, I also really hate, I don't like, and this is what I'm saying, like, I don't mind our stereotypes because they're basically all positive, but because Ontario's stereotypes are not so positive, um, I really make an effort to not be (laughs) 
like a typical Ontarian, you know? Like, I don't want to be that person that's just kind of like, oh, whatever, like, you know what I mean. Right. Like, I, I want to respect everyone in Canada and, like, respect that the different provinces have, like, their own thing. So, I don't know. It's just... Because I, I, I know that if I was from another province, I wouldn't want someone like speaking for me if that's not what was happening. Yes. Even if someone, even if someone from BC is like, oh well, in Canada this is happening. <laughs> you know, like if it was literally the same thing just in a different province, like because you know it's not completely true or not true at all, depending on what they're talking about. So. I agree. So to wrap up, we can say being Canadian is stressful in a certain context, but mostly it's not. Yeah. Um, Just one thing I wanted to add was like, I understand, like, of course, I understand that being politically correct is very important, like, um, especially with um, so much diversity blooming in our country um, and around the world, really, like a lot more things are being respected. A lot more things are being accepted. Um that maybe weren't so much, like, in the past 10, 20, 50 years kind of a thing. But being politically correct is very stressful because I am terrified of being politically incorrect. Me too. Um, because I don't want to offend anyone. And even if I am incorrect, I never I never do it, like, maliciously, obviously. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, and then someone, like, freaks out on you. And then you're just like, God, I didn't mean it. <laughs> just like, I just, I don't know what the lingo is these days. Like, it changes so quickly. <laughs> it's very hard, and Canada is very aware of that. And, like, some people dislike that about Canada. I really like that about Canada, the fact that we try really hard to be accepting and tolerant of, like, some people think Canada is too lenient in that capacity, but, like, I like it, personally. I don't find that stressful. So what is your favorite thing about being Canadian? Just to wrap wrap up our, our little Canadian tirade. My favorite thing about being Canadian is being Canadian. That doesn't yeah, make no, sense. Yeah, like, no, doesn't mean anything. Okay, so like, but what I mean is from a young, basically from the time we're born, we are taught like the sacrifices that were made for the country that we have, right? Um. And it's very true. And um, my, my favorite thing about being Canadian is, like, how, despite our, like, tiny setbacks and stuff, we are a very progressive country. We're a very accepting country. Like, there is no defining face of Canada. Like, there's, we're not white. We're not black. We're not anything. We're, like, we're everything. Yeah. And I just think that's so cool. Like, you can't look at someone and say they're Canadian. Like, you don't know. <laughs> you talk to them and I think that's really cool um because not a lot of countries can say that not a lot of countries have that kind of diversity and I just think it's really awesome to be in a country that has something like that especially because it's a very new concept in our world is just like accepting everyone for their differences loving everyone for who they are like not having barriers because of religion or race or whatever like I just think Canada is doing a really good job of going in that direction and I love it especially like maybe it doesn't matter on the location in Canada but I just feel like being from southern Ontario where a lot of our most of our population is 
Yes. Yeah, as I say, most of our population is down there. Um, so, and especially being from the Toronto area, like everyone lives in Toronto. You go to Toronto, there's like there's little Greece, there's little Chinatown, there's little Italy. Like you, you there's little Tibet. Uh, Tibet. I was like, where does our brother live? <laughs> there's little it, Tibet. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just like it's really cool to have so many different things in one place and just have that moving forward. I. That's what I love about being Canadian is that we're pretty great that way. I agree. I love that like every province is so unique and different, but you feel at yes. home everywhere. Like every yes. single province I've ever been to, like you feel Canadian. It's not like you feel like I've been to quite a few states and like you feel like you don't go to Hawaii and feel like you're in America. You don't go to like you go to Florida and like that's a very different kind of America than like New York, than, you know, New Hampshire and like all that stuff. So it's in Canada, like you feel Canada in every province because like somehow we managed to like get across this unique feeling of Canadianness, Canadiana. That's really wonderful. And like I, I'm I'm really proud of the country. Like when I was a kid, I used to think like how friggin' lucky that of all of the countries in the world I was lucky enough to be born in Canada. Like that's what I always yeah, thought as a kid. Yeah. So to wrap this up, come visit Canada. Yeah, Canada's awesome. But if you visit Canada, if you want to do the whole country, you'll have to like take a lot of time off because it's pretty big and there's a lot to see. I remember people asking me once. You want to do like any trip, you have to hit like certain spots at a time. If you want like the quintessential Canadian trip, go to like Banff, Lake Louise, Alberta. That, yeah. That is the quintessential Canadian situation. If you want, or there's like well, Southern Ontario. What are Muskoka chairs actually called? Uh, Adirondack chairs, which is just yeah, like, the thing is the Muskokas are an, like Muskoka is an area in Ontario and Adirondack is an area in the America. So it's just named after the location, like the oh, woodsy location that. that they are in. <laughs> That's just like another Ontario thing. Like, you know, Muskoka is in Ontario, so it's a Muskoka chair. <laughs> yeah, no, the Adirondacks are like a mountain range in America. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Got okay. Yeah. So, no, I, I was just agreeing with your statement of like yeah. different provinces. All, all, all Canadian. All yeah. great. So pay attention to social media, everyone, because there are going to be a lot of obnoxious Canadian posts in the next week because Canada. Um, I feel like I'm going to end up posting videos of songs that are very Canadian. Pictures. Canadian Girls by Adam Brody. That guy. Dean Brody. Yes. <laughs> Adam Brody. Not Adam Brody. Dean Brody. Um. <laughs> I have to post some Stomp and Tom, good, the good old hockey game song. <gasps> yes, uh, of course you have to post the good old hockey game. Yeah, guys, follow social media to find out more about Canada over the next week. Don't sing it, Emma. I'm going to stop this recording before it gets too far. Bye! Thanks for listening to us complain about all the things that stress us out. It's like we're best friends already. Join us next week to hear us bitch about more things that stress us out. Until then, just relax.